People often say that motivation doesn't work or I should say doesn't last. Well, neither does taking a bath. That's why we recommend it daily. Zig Ziglar. Do you mind if I share a story with you? I remember the first time I got introduced to personal development and I was like, uh, I don't know if this thing works. So what happened is my mentor gave me a book by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. I love that title alone. Just makes you want to just jump for joy, doesn't it? Well, hold on, hold on. Before you start jumping for joy, I didn't believe the book. I thought it was a waste of my time. But guess what, family? I only read one chapter. You see, then I started uh, thinking to myself, well, what's the point of having the book? Why did my mentor recommend the book? And, and, and the point is, is that I probably need to take action with the book. So I started taking my time in reading the book. And boy, oh boy, I hit you with the, the Stevie on that one. And the reason why I say that, family, is, is that I read the book and I was so shocked and I was amazed. For one moment, I was having a moment where I was beating myself up like, why did it take me that long to read that book? There was a purpose, a reasoning behind why my mentor gave me that book. And then after a while, I'm like, I became totally obsessed with personal development. See, I understood that my uh, latitude really is based off my attitude. And because I knew that, I understood that how I move forward in life is, yeah, everything happens, but everything happens for a reason. And see, I started putting spins on things, not to cope, not to just to push through, but I understood that um, even though I'm doing personal development, that doesn't mean things are not going to happen to me. So in today's episode, we're going to address the elephant or the personal development in the room. Today's episode is entitled, Why Motivation Matters When Leading Projects. Again, why motivation matters when leading projects. Listen, I have an eight-point framework. After that, I'm out. I go by the name of ED. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, let's not try and complicate this. It just simply means it. Let's move on to, to the first point. Uh, I really want to go hard on this, so I'm trying to, you know, try to calm down. It really promotes solution-oriented thinking. What does that mean? That means it really motivates the team to really think outside the box. It really puts the team in a position of power to really take ideals that uh, they normally probably would implement in a more micromanaged environment. But in this type of environment where motivation as far as in, imploring or I should say encouraging t your, your team members or your stakeholders to really put out ideals and we test them out and experiment with them. And they no longer look at opportunity, uh, excuse me, as they don't look at challenges as setbacks. Watch this. I love this. They look at them at opportunities. And now the whole team, instead of an individual or a silo, is attacking them. There's nothing like, you know, my favorite word is collaboration. I leverage that word so much because I believe when a team versus an individual goes to attack a problem, you have a better chance, a better shot at really achieving what needs to be achieved. Now, let's look at point number two. It attracts and retains talent. Listen, a lot of people say that 
the reason why they they're at the, a particular role is because of money. And I'm with you. Hey, money is up there close to air. I don't worship it, but hey, I need it so I can pay these bills. But the point I'm trying to make, family, is is that when you have high uh, uh, environments with mo uh, high motivational environments, it really creates a sense of belonging. It creates like you know you'll hear other people talk about their job, like man, I gotta you know, especially on Sundays. I you know Sunday rolls around and you get that you know Les Brown talked about. Do you get that heaviness in your chest? You're like man, I'm gonna. Have I got to go into the job. But when you create an environment, it may not always be perfect, but it's perfect enough for you where you know that your voice is heard and the retention rates, honestly, family, they, they are higher. People want to stay around people that want to collaborate with them, that wants to really take time to, to really find, you know, alternative ways to solve a particular problem. People, trust me, People want to be part of a successful team, period. I don't care. It, you look at anything. You look at sports. You look at uh, career. People want to be around successful people because you have no choice to either, you know, they would either say either you join in or you join out. You can't be both. So when you're around a successful team, those habits, those traits start to rub off on you because you no longer want to complain because it's like, what's to complain for? I got a team. I got a squad here that has my back, my front and my side. So it don't matter what comes what comes our way. And then they change up the the attitude of I did that. No, 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 no. We did that. And even if the team didn't all the way all the way commit as far as adding things, they may have added a little suggestion here or say, hey, tweak that. And that person may have done all the work, but they're getting all, but everyone is getting all the accolades. No one is taking all of the accolades. And that, see, ladies and gentlemen, when you have that, then that means you're you're out of a micromanaged environment and, and then you're into a leadership environment. Ooh, I love that. Let's move on to point number three. Point number three, it enhances team cohesion. Like I said, motivated teams work together by promoting collaboration. It also minifi, uh, minimizes conflicts and misunderstanding because you're, the team has an understanding. They're looking for outcomes where in a micromanaged environment, they're looking for results. Oh, you want to know the difference, right? Here's, here's an example I always use. And so if you heard this, please excuse me. Here's an outcome. We, we, we both have a piece of paper. You take the piece of paper and walk it over to the garbage can. I take a piece of paper and I, uh, I shoot it in the uh, garbage can like I'm playing basketball. The outcome was us to get the piece of paper in to the garbage can. I'd rather have outcomes than results because outcome speaks louder. Again, subjective in my humble opinion than any result will, will uh, speak because outcome is the end result while results are patterns. Again, family, it's imperative that we understand that aspect, especially when we're in a, a, a true team that has a cohesiveness about themselves. And when you're in that type of team, the morale rate is, is amazing because they're not going to let you just get away with anything. And what I mean, get away with it, they're going to hold you accountable. Oh, that's a nasty word. I probably should slow that down. See, when, when you have a team that holds you accountable, they're not going to let you skip over or watch this. Take shortcuts along the journey because taking shortcuts is not going to help you in the long term of scheme when it comes to leading projects. Let's move on to point number four. It sets a foundation 
for engagement. Listen, when people are motivated, I don't want to speak for you, so I'll speak for myself as a project manager. I am more motivated. I'll, I'll stay longer. I'll, st I'll come in earlier. I'll, I won't do what it takes. I'll exceed that. Matter of fact, I'm, I won't even be there for a paycheck. I'm there for the experience. You see, you see the difference? See, when you're there for the experience, the paycheck will follow. When you're there for the experience, the promotion will follow. When you're there for the experience, the growth will happen. And a lot of times, you know, when you're when you're in that type of environment, there's a genuine interest in which project outcomes happen. That's where you see a lot of successful projects happen. But when you have that interruption where that micromanagement or that 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 micro leading is in place, you can't develop those type of teams. So family, I challenge you when you're in the foundation like that of being able to have engagement without any uh, um, more or less of being held in a place where your words are used against you, but they're used for you. That's when you're going to know when they're being used for you that you're in a good environment. Let's move on to point number five. It ensures quality outcomes. Mm, 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 that word outcome again. Look, when a team cares about the project, they ensure that the output is at the highest quality. Like I said before, the team is not looking for any shortcuts. They're not looking for the easy way out. They're not looking for to make sure that, oh, well, we'll just throw up anything. No, they want to deliver a quality product. And that's part of your iron triangle. We know it, time, scope, cost, and then, of course, quality. Let's move on to point six. It drives continuous learning. Oh, man, you know, that's this is this is my baby right here, because the reason why this is my baby, this is the reason why this is my infant right here before it became a toddler is because I go back to the story where I share with you about Think and Grow Rich. Once I got introduced to that, I became obsessed. And when you're in a team of obsessiveness, meaning I remember Kobe used that when he was, he was as he was building his company and you get around the people that are obsessed with becoming great and understanding there's going to be trials and tribulations along the journey. But as long as we stick together as a team, as long as we make a decision, not a choice, as we're moving forward throughout this project, it doesn't matter what comes up against us. It doesn't matter what may or may not happen. All I know is I got your back. You got my back. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Let's make sure that everybody is on the same page. And now that we're on the same page, there's no stopping us. And see, when there's no stopping us, it doesn't matter what outside noise says because it's going to be there. Those distractions are going to be there. But when you make that decision as a team collectively to say, listen, this is where we're going. This is what we're going to do. We're not going to let anyone get inside uh, uh, the circle of trust. And we're going to make sure that we are marching together effectively. So if I give you feedback, no, I'm coming from a good place. I'm not coming from an ingenuous uh, place. I'm coming from a place to help you because if I help you win, I win. And if I, it, you, you get where I'm going with this family. Let's move on to point number seven. Point number seven, it boosts productivity. Listen, motivate, motivate uh, teams they're more efficient. They don't have time to waste. You get into a, a meeting with a 
team that's that's motivated. It is very it's very small, and I mean very small uh, small talk. What is small talk? Meaning, we're talking about everything except what we came to do. What is small talk? Small talk is telling me what you did this past weekend when there's time for that at a later date. We need to get this project going. Of course, we need to have that conversation about what you did this weekend or what's going in your life because that builds relationship. But right now, we are trying to execute, not trying. We are executing, and because we are executing, this meeting is set for a set time. We can talk about this afterwards, and we understand that is a sense of being able to prioritize or more, more or less ensure that, okay, there's a time to play and there's a time to get to work. When it's time to play, we'll play hard, but when it's time to work, we're going to work hard as well. So all I'm saying to you, family, is, is that when you are in a motivated team, it really truly boosts, boosts the productivity. Last and final, you know I couldn't leave you off without saying something about communication. Listen, facilitates effective communication. What does that mean, Edie? Teams are much more open. When you work with stakeholders that facilitate communication, they're more adapt to want to have open dialogue instead of saying, this is the way it is and this is the way it go. I don't want anything to get past me. No, 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 no. And when I let me unpack that too. When I say get past me, meaning where there's not a such thing as, oh, well, you didn't you didn't go through me first on an escalation path. You 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 didn't you know give me the information before you went to the next level. No, it's hey, we're in this together. You're in the meetings. You're you're part of the dialogue with whether it's via email, whether it's you know any type of team, Slack, or anything of like that. You're part of it. So when we go, we go together as one. So it doesn't look like someone is trying to step up in front of you or anything like that. No, we are locked arms and arms and we're making sure that we are delivering the best that we can. And there's a sense of transparency. I love when we can be transparent in a project that we're not trying to hide anything because being hiding something like that, it's not about, oh, it's going to come out. It's more or less about we are hurting the project and we're hurting ourselves as project managers and stakeholders and we're not holding ourselves ethical ethically responsible for the deliverance of a particular project so we have to ensure that we foster effective say what effective communication by doing that family you we can be on our way i hope you enjoyed today's episode i go by the name again of ed until next time you know my slogan i'm out